0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Press Play Lifestyle Inspired Podcast, where we do interviews with interesting and inspiring people like our new friend Darren here to help our listeners, that's you, find the resources, tools, support that you need to be your best inspired selves. How are you doing today, Darren?
1: Good. How are you doing, Jackie?
0: I'm fantastic. I was just telling you, it's like getting to the end of my day and, uh, and the end of my week, even though who knows what day it is anymore, right?
1: Uh, (laughs) I think it's Thursday
0: yeah I I think it's Thursday let's let's go with that let's go with that one so I was checking out your website um I got some great uh, I was given that great opportunity and I like your. you have a fun fresh sound so I wonder if you just uh introduce yourself a little bit and tell it to the listeners about you and I guess I gave a sneak peek with saying that it's something to do with music
1: uh yeah so um well I am a musician uh I've been Playing and writing songs. I'm a guitar player mostly. I'm playing and writing songs and in bands for my whole life since as long as I can remember. Um, I had a, a kind of a hit a brick wall though. I had not literally, but close. I had an accident, a car accident. So um, that kind of I was really on a how can I explain it very uh, high activity. I was doing a lot. You know, working full time. I have my own business. I was you know just playing in I think it was about five different bands at the time. Oh my. And yeah, and so I had a lot going on, probably too much. You know, when you have so much going on, you can't you see you can't see the big picture. You're just in it going, right? And um yeah, and so I was driving home one night and somebody ran a red light and into me and that just stopped everything like just stopped dead for a couple of years and when I was first doing this kind of thing, I was kind of reluctant to even talk about it because I didn't want it to be all about that, you know, but then I realized, well, you know, it's kind of part of the story and part of how I got to my new album and how that all came to be. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, that, that's why I thought, you know, it's part of the human experience. You you feel like, ah, everywhere you look you just turn your head and somebody has it worse so i didn't want to be complaining about this but yeah it was life altering anyway it it the aftermath um uh, how can i put it eloquently it sucked
0: <laughs> that was actually <laughs> was, pretty eloquent if you ask yeah, me
1: <laughs> yeah cuz after i mean the accident itself was bad enough but you know afterwards from losing my job to you know just the whole process even though you go well wasn't my fault right somebody else ran into me I was doing everything right but that's that's in our real world but in the world of litigation and insurance and all that aftermath it doesn't quite work that way and so yeah yeah, the anxiety and the the stress and the paranoia and the lack of sleep and the medications and all the things that go on for several years while you're trying to get your yourself back together um it was climbing up a a mountain for sure Mm -hmm. so um You know, and again, not to complain about it, but the good news is it sent me after going just go, 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 it sent me in a different kind of path where I'm back to being pretty doing a lot, but not a little more focused, I guess. So
0: yeah. And now nobody's
1: doing anything because we're stuck at home. So Yeah,
0: so now you're like another chance to reset. Yeah,
1: it actually feels like it. I I had a friend who's a singer um in one of my bands actually, and and she asked me, she's like she was having this problem like I can't watch anything new I can't read anything new I can't focus on anything at all that's new to to be productive and I said yeah it's the same thing that I went through and fortunately I had an occupational therapist that helped with those things so if I'd start to remember the the things that I learned because for a while same thing I wasn't sleeping I wasn't you know because you're thinking i've got nothing to do i should be really productive i should be painting the house i should be you know writing songs and doing all this stuff and then as a result i wasn't doing anything (laughs) like getting nothing done so now things are getting better it's it's starting to settle in again
0: yeah i think that's um comment I, I don't think people expected that right they're like oh i'm gonna be home i'm gonna do all this stuff i'm gonna yeah. you know i'm gonna paint the garage i'm gonna put you know <laughs> put a roof on the back of the whatever and yeah, yeah. um but even if like, the whole world is a bit stressed right i think we all so it's even depressed. if you're right yeah if everyone's feeling this this sense of stress then you know you're just tired you're more tired right you're like this low yeah. drip of stress yeah. all day long, right? <laughs> yeah, that's um, a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, but I think that it's, I think things maybe are starting to normalize a bit, and hopefully, it's a little faster than the process you had to go through. Oh yeah. Um, but I'd like to invite you to consider that it, it is part of your story, and it's not complaining if it is. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, if you're like, yeah. oh, I'm so you know, if you're still living in that place, maybe, yeah. but um, that you could get through it, right? that you could yeah. get through it and and you're here now to tell us is is yeah. a a story of triumph not a not sure. a sad one yeah and and
1: you know the album that i was, when i started working on it it was i mean this was a, probably a full year after you know that things were i guess in the past let's say yeah. uh, but i mean right now here's a good example i see a lot of youtubers and you know people who um, are, are, they do stuff on the music industry, right? And there are a lot of really good ones, a lot of insightful uh, people, but then there are things like the ones that say, oh, you need to, now is the time to write songs about what we're all going through and stuff. And I always think, "Eh, they've never written a song in their life because as a writer, that's not usually the way it works. I mean, you can, you can force it, but Mm -hmm. most of the time that inspiration comes much later right and
0: I find like process writing... it or something right you have to process it a little bit to... yeah yeah
1: because you're still going through it you don't it's yeah I mean I, I've had that with like really miserable relationships and things that you know we would write songs about that eight ten years later where it's, it comes in and you go oh I know what that's about Um and that's again that's not to say that you couldn't like there are method writers who could sit down and go, "I'm going to write a song about this," and yeah. that's okay. But yeah. I'm more of an inspiration guy, I guess. I can do both, but I prefer inspiration.
0: Yeah, I think that I think that makes sense. I think everybody's creativity has a different seed, right? And yours, you like to germinate a little bit before before you go forward. For sure. Yeah, yeah that's nice. So I, I think something. Um, there's like so many interesting things about you, but you've you've casually mentioned the the latest release. But do you want to tell us a little bit, like what what's the name, where can we oh, okay. find um, it, what's hey. about? <laughs> there, there, there it is. you go. Yeah, it's just awesome. happened
1: to be sitting here. Um, good, that yeah, good is,
0: <laughs> good plug. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's it's uh, called Lifting the Curse, uh, Darren Michael Boyd, and it really if you go to Darrenboyd.com, you can find. Everything of where I am, yeah, on on YouTube and all that stuff. And it's a full length, it's a nine song album and it's instrumental. And that is kind of scary in a way. And this is my first solo album. Um, And I was doing it. The real reason I did this was because all of the other bands that I was playing in, even the ones that still existed after all the accident and everything, a lot of the things I was coming up with. Um, musically just didn't fit they didn't belong in one place or another and so I was kind of creating these odd pieces and I went you know what this is I'm just gonna make a music video so I've never made one in my life not myself I've been in them but I've never made one so I made a really goofy music video put it out there and people seemed to really like it Said, okay, I can do another one. So I did another and and yeah, next thing you know, made a whole album. And I think the thing I was most proud of is that it actually got finished. And really, uh, you could be, you know, the perfectionist musician or artist and and mess around with this for yeah, I could still be working on it. But there is a point of saying, No, I'm gonna set a deadline and finish it, you know, and that's the exciting part. So yeah. And I'm working on the next one, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, wow, that's amazing. Already yeah. working on the next one. You yeah. know, love and,
1: it. and the fact that it, it was so well received, like the, the the reviews are really good. And, you know, I, yeah, I didn't expect
0: surprised. that. Yeah, no, you seem surprised. Yeah, you seem surprised that people like your
1: music. Well, it's not my music. It's the fact that it's the first time I've done something like this. And oh. it's, all, it's all me as far as, I mean, not to say I had zero help, but I mean, mostly it was produced, written, recorded, everything by me. And so you put it out and if everybody hates it, you, well, it's <laughs>
0: that's that could my could be fault. a big risk, right? Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: But, you know, that's risk or not. I mean, what's, what's really the worst? And this is something artists should know because we do hide behind perfectionism. And I think it's more fear than anything because we go, oh, it's not perfect. And what if, you know? and the fact is, the haters, the people who don't like you, don't write for them because you're never going to convince them to like you. Like, forget about them. Write for the, for yourself, first of all. And then the people who actually do. Because um, really, what's the biggest risk? If somebody doesn't like you if they say a nasty thing about you. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Or or if everybody makes fun of you like that. Who, who was that girl who did that Friday song? Do you remember that? And uh, Rebecca... Oh, wow. Black I think was her name I'm gonna get sued now for saying no but I I mean it was just she put out out out. this yeah (laughs) well she really it's not it's not a bad thing it's just that she put out this video and the song and it went viral but not because it was so great and it really wasn't that bad it was just that everybody was making fun of her Mm -hmm. and yeah and it's kind of you know people can be pretty nasty (laughs) yeah even if they don't mean to be you know even if they're just having fun with it it's still you, you know
0: yeah. Well, somebody created that, though, right? Like, unless you yeah. created it with the intent that you are knowing, you're spoofing yourself or something. That's yeah, comedy or something, right? Yeah, yeah then it's yeah. a little bit harder to to oh,
1: I always say I'm so glad there wasn't like YouTube and stuff when I was a kid, because I would have been famous, but not for not for not anything good.
0: good. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm, I was glad there wasn't cell phone um, recording devices when I was a kid. I can just imagine what would be on the internet. <laughs> It's like, oh, thank heavens. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I like that I'm older. That means I didn't, that they didn't have phones back then. <laughs> yeah. to stuff. That, yeah. would yeah. yeah, that would be terrible. But,
1: but it's true. <laughs> you know, you ever think, though, as, a, as musicians and artists, we're always told you should have a thick skin, right? And, but on the other hand, we're expected to put out the most personal stuff and put it out into the world and so it's kind of counterintuitive it's like a totally different thing and then when somebody says you know I I don't care if people say something negative I've been pretty lucky I really have I haven't had a lot maybe I'm just not well known enough but I haven't had real nasty haters or anything yeah um but it makes you wonder why I've never even given somebody a thumbs down on YouTube I just don't Like I would just don't
0: do it. Yeah. Don't
1: watch it. I don't, you know, but I
0: think that's fair though. If you like, um, one of the things that I've really talked a lot about with the different musicians that have been so gracious to join me on my show is um, they're taking music out of schools. They're taking, you know, art out of schools, all these expressions of our creativity. And, and in some cases, I think even some of our, the way that we express our soul but when all of this stuff started to happen the first place people turned was music right yeah, yeah the first place we went to was those old songs that gave us comfort from our childhood yeah uh, so think, that, think value, of that yeah when
1: you, when you think about the value of a song that I, i'm just talking about one song any like pick what? a song that yeah and you go Man, Brian Adams Summer
0: that. of 69 right? right that's for me it's always like like i think back and how fun it was and freeing yeah. it was and be a teenager right that kind of stuff you
1: know what's so funny about that is i mean brian adams uh i mean there's a lesson in songwriting as it is right and i remember only a few years ago grabbing the like a compilation of his like a greatest hits thing or something and i've been playing summer 69 and cover bands for years right and so you just kind of lose your you know whatever i'm going to fast forward through that song right I put it on, it was the first song on the the disc and I'm driving and the first chords came on and it just hit me, I'm like, whoa. And I had to listen to the whole thing. I went, the production of it, when I actually really listened to it again, I went, wow, it's not stale, it's not old, it's, it's still great. And the point being, you can listen to a song like that for 20 years and absolutely love it. And so what does it cost, like a buck or something for a song yeah. and it's like, but, but yet, it's
0: priceless, right? It brings yeah. back a piece of your, of a time in your life, where maybe things were beautiful or better or,
1: or or sad or whatever. Or sad, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, music has that ability to uh, communicate any nuance of human emotion. You know, in two chords or something, really in two yeah. notes in a chord and an in, interval. You know, it, it's amazing the expression and the communication that we have in music and. So to hear that being stripped out of education, I think it's, it's it, yeah, it's a mistake for sure.
0: This. Yeah, so maybe that's an opportunity though. If you think if you like, there's so many bad things that have happened in the terms of people being in quarantine. But what if we turned that around and said, well, what, what lessons did we learn? And I think one of them is about connection that we actually do need to be around each other. And then the other is about, how important like music is to us how how many artists have played who normally would be out on stage and making money the only way that they make money is doing live shows and they're showing up on facebook yeah. live and just yeah. jamming yeah. with their people you know oh yeah That's i mean like, brian
1: may has been doing that on instagram we were watching and yeah. it. it's like this is brian may showing you how to play all those classic solos you know because yeah. he's sitting there with the guitar going, I miss playing, you know, (laughs) and it's healing. It's so, it was bringing so much joy and inspiration to people. Just those few minutes of him playing, you know, that's. Yeah,
0: exactly. And it's been some big names too, right. It's not, and, and some new artists I've been really lucky. I've met some amazing. um, I like my, my interest in music has repeaked to be like interested in some of these new fun fusions of things like, uh, there's a gentleman, um, Atlas Cage is his name. He does, he owns a couple of different labels and he's got this just funky mixed up sound that's sort of mm-hmm. like a Barry White voice with a heavy metal sort of <laughs> band flare. And to be able to just like hear all of these new creative yes. ways that people are putting together music is, yeah. to me, it's fun and, and um, hopeful instead of maybe sad. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's true. And and really um for music to mean something, it doesn't even like we often think of lyrics, right? And and I I do write lyrics too. So this album and this direction of instrumental, it. it's just it's just a different branch of what I do. But um I find you can listen to a song with no lyrics or complete nonsense lyrics, and it's still it can make you want to dance or make you you know sing along or hum along or whatever it can it can be great in the gym whatever it is um music still has that power
0: and it's i think that's true i one of my this is going to seem super silly if you're not a parent or don't know young kids but um there's this song by a, like banana namu it's like a little kid's thing and it's these little penguins that sing, I've got a ponytail. I've got a ponytail. My kids and I, every time it comes on, the entire house erupts into dance. And like just sassiness, right? Everyone's like shaking their heads and dancing around like crazy. And um, it's a bunch of penguins, right? <laughs> it's like, I'm, and there's obviously artists behind that. But um, the fact that something so simple can yeah. erupt a rather grumpy household into <laughs> just joy right this like expression yeah. of joy um is amazing so yeah i think that's i i've only the one song i listened to before this was instrumental so i haven't actually heard some of your vocal side yet but i'm definitely I will be intrigued uh but in addition to that because you know you decided to slow down i'm making air quotes for people who can't see this um, yeah, yeah, there's some musical theater stuff that had kind of started erupting for you as well it, right
1: it was it was actually um just prior to me really uh cracking down to record this so it was in the spring where i was doing the queen we will rock you uh and i was playing the guitar parts right so yeah. um and yeah, I, I mean, what an experience. It was great on a few different levels. For one thing, it was the first time I'd done musical theater. There was about 60 people involved total. And so I've never done something with that many people. And it was really nice because, uh, you know, if you're in a small band, you know, four or five people, um, it, it doesn't take much to turn things toxic or and i'm I'm not necessarily mean in small
0: interpersonal right yeah
1: sure and not necessarily the whole band but i mean even just one rehearsal somebody could be grumpy or in bad mood or whatever um and and now on the other hand it can also be really good like a a little family too but when you have 60 odd people there's no time or room or anything for that kind of stuff so it's it's very positive it was nothing but a positive experience for me. Um, it was very different playing the music in that context, too, where it was a play, basically, so you know you weren't playing um, like just full songs like a band, you know, here's your set, and that it was kind of like, well, here's part of a song, and here's a song in a different key, <laughs> like, yeah, so but it was fantastic, and the the music of queen is um it can be pretty intricate and yeah. And trying to match the tones as, as well as I could. And yeah, nobody, it's in the fingers. If I'm not Brian May, so I'm not going to sound like Brian May, but I'm going to do my best. And that yeah, was, it was great. So and, do you think
0: that, do you think that, um, that's the great, great question. Um, do you think that a guitarist, like a guitar, everyone's fingers are as unique as everyone's voice?
1: Actually, I, I do, and I think that more now than, I, I maybe I hadn't really considered it when I was younger, but now I've thought a lot about that. And I mean, the proof is really there. When you think of, now you may or may not know some of the names that I could think of, but even some of the bigger names like Eddie Van Halen. You know, I would think like or,
0: Slash. Or, or Slash,
1: or, yeah. or Brian May, or, oh geez, I don't know.
0: Keith Urban's quite the accomplished right. guitarist as oh, well, sure. right?
1: Keith Urban, brilliant. I mean, these guys are all... But you can take all of those guys who are all influenced by a lot of the same people. And yet, they... Like, if I took Eddie Van Halen's guitar, plugged into his rig and played his songs as close as I could, I'm still not going to sound like Eddie. But Eddie can take an acoustic guitar and still sound like Eddie. You know what I mean? That's yeah, yeah. That's very much... Uh, a unique voice and I mean people have still been trying to sound like Randy Rhodes, you know years after his death and they're not <laughs> they're not doing it like they can't you know some people come close and um, but when I was growing up and learning to play guitar I had a different perspective anyway so I guess I had some insight I just wasn't really aware but I did know that I didn't want to try to learn all of the stuff From my heroes. I didn't want to learn all the the licks and all that because I wanted to write songs. That was my number one thing. And I thought if I if I try to be like that person, then I'm gonna be trying to write songs like that person. I'm gonna sound like them. There's all you know, there's already one of those guys. (laughs) Yeah. yeah.
0: That's true. I I did an interview a couple weeks back with um it's like I wanna say Bradley Novotney. And he is specifically just guitar, not just but he's a guitar that's his gig that the all he doesn't do any instrumental or any vocals um, also a local teacher another um another guitarist is uh, Corey M Coons who's
1: I know Corey really well yeah, you
0: know Corey well yeah, yeah like we, we, we live about guy. a half
1: an hour away from each other so oh crazy get coffee <laughs> once in a while and hang out yeah yeah
0: so he you know he was talking to about very specific. Um, guitarist, and was, I find it. I don't play uh, guitar. I play accordion, so I'm super cool. Uh, <laughs> but my husband plays. Um, he's not. He plays uh, electric, and he's you know we're learning, even though we're older, we're still learning stuff.
1: You always and learn. You're right? always learning, yeah. but yeah. I, I
0: think it's just amazing that yeah, it's it's any instrument, right? Your your fingers are your fingers. Like there's yeah. amazing pianists, and they they you can't. No one sounds like Bach. Yeah. Bach sounds like Bach right there. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like well
1: and even some of the bands that you know we we loved when they changed members yeah. and even if you go oh it's it's just a drummer I'm doing air quotes again too yeah, yeah. but you might say oh it's just the drummer but if you've ever read Slash's autobiography it talks about how difficult it was to replace Stephen Adler after Appetite for Destruction because of the Presence that he had on those songs. Yeah. And, you know, and it's the same thing with guitar players and bass players. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. And my brother
0: was a bass player too, my stepbrother. And even that, like different types of guitarists, right? They're all unique.
1: Yeah. Like, like
0: the kind of guitar, like acoustic versus electric versus. True. Uh, it's it's, yeah. it's cool. That's super yeah. neat. Well, but one fun- last mm-hmm. quick question, if you don't oh, mind. Sure. Of course, it was, um, interestingly not related to music but i just thought it was a cool fun fact about you um you have a day job that's a bit unique do you want to share with us what you are do during the day
1: uh, which one i have two so that, oh. that are both okay unique. yeah
0: share both what do you got going okay. on
1: all right so <laughs> my my business that i have is called reptile rainforest and so i do shows for schools and birthday parties and summer camps and that kind of thing where oh. i educate people uh not just kids but usually kids about reptiles uh and the creepy crawlies and of course I'm a commercial breeder as well which is part of it uh it is and I'm getting the emails it's not looking good for my my summer season for for, yeah Yeah, like I'm already getting the sort of cancellations into August and so yeah this this started around March break so it's been yeah,
0: it's your big part uh, of your busy season, right?
1: Yeah, that's all my busy season. So yeah, I'm like I better have a, a hit single or something to. <laughs> yeah, that's so, our
0: job. you are gonna get another. Yeah. Job.
1: So my other job is that I'm a, a librarian by. Well, I want to say by day, but most of my shifts are actually in the evening during the week.
0: So yeah. yeah, it has been. Has that changed? I mean, I I think of when I was I was now I'm really starting to feel old. But when I was a kid we were always in the library because you couldn't like look anything up. You had to go card catalog, Dewey yeah. decimal system, oh, wow. yeah, sure. you know, all hardcore the old way. Yeah. Um, so obviously it's a bit different in terms of how you can acquire the books and find them in there. But, you know, are people still actively utilizing the resources oh. in the library?
1: You know, it's, that's, this, this brings up, this should be a good challenge for everybody who's listening or watching and you too is yeah. it, provided uh, the libraries are back up and running safely and everything. But definitely check it out. Go back in. uh, I don't know if, I'm sure it's the same where you are, but you're paying taxes for it. So you're paying for it. So you go in and use it for free. Um, In our case, we have a whole whack of computers. We have all kinds of different materials that you can take out, like walking poles and fishing rods and all kinds of stuff like that but of course oh, wow. we do have a lot of books a lot of dvds and digital resources and yeah and we, we also again this might be different depending on where you are but here we have interlibrary loans so if somebody wants something we don't have we can order it and get it in on a loan from another library
0: yeah i um, think that's amazing Yeah, yeah i haven't so, it's been a minute so we have gone in um one of the things that i love that our our local libraries have done Is that um, especially in the summer? If you're now we're trying to find stuff for your kids to do, yeah, we do some amazing like little reading time, just reading. Oh,
1: yeah, we have programs, we have programs too. And that's in fact, when I was just telling you uh, earlier that we that I was trying to upload a video for the library, it was one of my I was doing a reptile video since I'm not doing reptile shows and the library is not open, we're just doing curbside stuff right now. Um, so every week. Uh, on Thursday, I send in a little, you know, five minute video of me with a creature talking about it.
0: That's amazing. So you can find that
1: on Reptile Rainforest web, um, Facebook. And so, or.
0: Yeah. So yeah, yeah, if you, if you're interested, I have a lot of your music resources in terms of um, what they are, but if you want to share your reptile resources as well through uh, email, I'll make sure they're in the show notes. So our, our, our audience can you know, kind of look at all of the different <laughs> gifts that you're bringing for all of us.
1: Awesome. Wonderful. Thank you.
0: Yeah, you're, no, you're welcome. Thank you for uh, showing up and all the ways that you are showing up for us. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, would you like to any parting words for all of our, our audience in terms of where they can find a little bit more about you yeah. and um, find resources if they're interested?
1: certainly well reptile oh wait wait a minute um yeah you want to edit that part out
0: <laughs> uh, no no good. no
1: okay uh so yeah i was thinking of reptile rainforest but you can look at yeah, that that's up good too.
0: reptile rainforest yeah. is reptile the name rainforest, re- yeah
1: dot yeah. com you can find me there or on cool. facebook instagram uh com is my website if you are so inclined to like search for me on any platform you can um yeah except for Twitter. You can look for me there. And I, I, I laugh about this because people are like tweeting and I'm like, Oh, I, ha- I still have a Twitter. <laughs> I haven't done anything in years with that. So
0: yeah, yeah, sorry if I'm
1: ignoring you there. I just haven't been on there. I'm not sure yeah, if I know fair. the password, but yeah. <laughs>
0: but it's out brand. there, I'm sure. Yes. So lots of Facebook fan pages and you definitely, I would encourage anyone who's interested, um, dareboy.com, you, you have a lot of uh, little teasers out there, some music videos, some things, so people can get a yeah. little bit of a idea if you know you're kind of their their music is their cup of tea and definitely um check it out i think it'd be great so thank you so much darren for spending time with us today and uh anytime you come out with something new you got to let us know so we can tell our audience about it okay absolutely
1: and before we go just one last thing i did release a new video this week for the title track lifting the curse so you can always check that up on youtube as well
0: awesome yeah we'll go and check it out for sure and we'll make sure we put links to that in the show notes as well thanks Wonderful. so much all right thank you Bye. <laughs>